You're listening to One Funny Morning. Watch us live Monday through Friday at 7.45 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on Facebook. Sliding into Ugly Monday over here. How is everybody's weekend? I feel like I have a ridiculous amount of hair and I'm trying to tone it down because it feels like a lot of hair. That's who I am this morning. Good morning. It is Ugly Monday, February 20th. Nobody is prepared. Good morning. Good morning, it's Ugly Monday. Uh, dish, um, sink's broken. That's, let's just dive right into it. Sink is broken, why? Oh, where's my microphone? Oh. Look, look how discombobulated I am. Super discombobulated. Okay, here we go. Boom. All right, good morning. Takes me a minute to get ready. Good morning, Patty from Chicago. Um, abi, abi, abi. It's the beginning of another great day. You know, I'm gonna do chai tea today. Um, how was everybody's weekend? Um, hi from Marlton. I kept referring to you until you came on, thank you. Sending out good vibes to say, where are you, White? You're not at work. Um, all right. So, how was everybody's weekend? Um, there, some of my stand-up should be at dinablizzard.com. I have to be updating it because I have some dates coming up. Um, it's a little all over the place. A lot of it currently hiding so I'm doing like guest sets at different places just to kind of work on some material for the show in May which is the new show which I gotta write so Tammy says I sound better without the microphone I might Tammy when I'm standing in front of the camera but I move around a lot so this seems to work sometimes better, but we'll see. Sometimes not. I got to be honest. All last week, the sound was kind of wonky. So I don't know what to tell you. We are constantly trying. Oh, 24 hours till the bar exam, Jessica. Everybody say some good vibes for Jessica. She has been prepping to take the bar exam, and I feel like we're all taking the bar exam together. Um, so she will keep us up to date. I can't imagine the stress that would go with taking the bar exam. Um, that would, why am I doing this? Stress me out. Let's try that. Um, location is closed for midwinter break. Really? Huh. 
You and my coffee make my mornings. Thank you for saying that. Um, so anyway, this weekend turned out to be a pretty busy weekend. Um, everybody else. Today's kind of a weird day because I came to work. It's President's Day, but I feel like we're not all on the same page. Marla, I'm feeling better. We're not all on the same page as to whether or not this is a federal holiday. So, um, all Jacqueline has school and work, Brooke has school and work, Dean has work, I'm here. But I feel like I've talked to different people like, no, 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 we're off. We've been off since Thursday or Friday, and it's a long weekend. I don't know. Are you guys at work? Are you home? I don't know where everybody is today. Or, yeah, mostly today. February vacation. What is a February vacation? I've never heard of such a thing. I don't know. No school for New York teachers. It's weird. So why are New Jersey teachers? Because, like, although I don't know if New Jersey teachers are working. Colleges are. Mm. I'm about to have cake for breakfast, girl. Listen. Tomorrow's Fat Tuesday. And Wednesday is the beginning of Lent. So let's follow, follow Tanya's lead and eat cake for breakfast. Okay? Because... Lent is a coming, and you're supposed to sacrifice something, give up something. I had chocolate cake last night because I knew. You're off all week as the New York City schools? My office is closed, but my husband's working. It's weird, Patty. I don't know. Everybody just seems to be on, like, my husband's off. He works for a base in D.C. They're closed this week for President's Week. Yeah, Amory, we don't, definitely don't have President's Week. What? the heck is president's week new jersey schools are closed my friend is visiting all right so there we go so new jersey's on board virginia's on board maybe it's just the colleges that don't follow suit it's a little it's a little weird but here we are fun funny mother we shall go work um but it's like one of those days where you're just like do i call people to do something Anyway, let's get back to the appliances that Diana broke over the weekend. So, um, so this weekend my sister was in town. I'm having apple pie. Oh, I wish I was having apple pie. Um, so my sister came to town. I was working Friday and Saturday, just kind of sneaking in and doing like guest sets here and there. And, um... My sister missed last week's Valentine's Day festivities, so she made my mom do it all over again. Mm -hmm. Rhode Island schools are on vacation this whole week. What? Jessica says the colleges aren't off because they actually have a spring break. I don't know. What are you giving up? Mary, I'm giving up the same thing I give up all the time. I in college and he has school today. Yeah, I, I guess it's just colleges that aren't off. Um, so starting on Wednesday, I will no longer be eating copious amounts of sugar, which is ironic since that there's just like a package of peeps just sitting here waiting to be eaten. This all the time. 
They've been sitting there a couple days. They should be hard as a rock now. They probably make a thumping sound. Yep. There we go. They're hard as a rock. That means they're ready to be eaten. Um, so let's just prepare ourselves mentally that um, I will be most likely cranky. I will be yelling at people as I go into no sugar detox. Um, I might most likely lose the ability to have joy. They were saying, they were talking this article last week about free sugars. Did anybody read it? It was on Good Morning America. I was in the news, but it was this whole idea that not all carbohydrates are made the same. And it was basically saying something called free sugars. So free sugars would be like soda, syrups. Um, it had like a list of them, but in the list was honey. Now I'm going to tell you something right now. Honey's all I have left. I actually have none in the closet. I went to get some before Wednesday because that's all I have left after you take sugar because there's no gluten and then there's no sugar then there's no joy and then I die. So, but it was saying that uh, they followed a pretty large number of people across like a 10 year period. And it said those people that were eating lots of like free sugars, sodas, um, syrup, maple syrup, that they have higher instances of obesity, heart disease, probably diabetes. I might have made that up, but heart disease for sure. And I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to give up for. Well, Linda, think of your favorite thing. It's probably coffee. Don't give that up or you'll kill people. So whatever the second thing is after coffee. Or like maybe like you say, I'm going to exercise twice a week or you're going to do something nice for somebody. Mm -hmm. So you would think, I know, Lent usually sneaks up on me, but because I have this handy dandy calendar back here uh, and we were talking about it last week, Ash Wednesday is coming up. St. Patty's Day, so many things. A lot of fun things. Um, so yesterday when my mom was doing her second Valentine's Day dinner, syrup, had syrup, 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 syrup. Mm -mm. What do you have left to eat? Grass? Mm -hmm. Rocks and berries. That's my life. Um, uh, from Largo, Florida, Judy, I wish I was in Largo, Florida. Um, yeah, make up your own rules about honey. Oh, I have, I'm going to stay on the honey. I don't need a lot of honey. I've never looked at honey and be like, this is the reason I'm going to die. <laughs> a, a, a line of tasty cakes for sure. <laughs> but I don't know why they're all jumping on the honey bandwagon all of a sudden. I'm like, God made bees make it. Bees made it. It's basically from Jesus. Mm -hmm. Oh, sugar's a sacrifice. 
The only thing that I'll eat that like has sugar in it would be like peanut butter. I didn't know that peanut butter had sugar in it. All I knew is that every, every Lent, ever since I was like a teenager, I've given up sugar. And it's the only way to like get me somewhat back up on track because I will eat sugar all the time. I don't know if you, my name is Dina and I'm addicted to sugar. That's the level. I want to make sure we're on the same page. I don't know if anybody wants to make their own declaration. <laughs> syrup, 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 syrup. Is that a Jersey thing? Anyway, mm-hmm. Um, what was I saying? Oh, and uh, it's the only way that I know how bad my sugar addiction is is because I will reach for sugar for every meal, for every snack. It's bad. Once and it was like a long 40 days for everyone. Yeah. Like some people will do that. Some people are like, well, I'm just going to give up chocolate. Mm -hmm. No, I know that there is peanut butter that has no sugar, but whoever made it is an A. And I won't eat it. So the only sugar I get is in peanut butter. And usually if I eat just spoonfuls of peanut butter, then, then there's some protein in it and my body will just take in the protein. So the other day Dean was here and we were supposed to go to my mom's later and he was like, I'm hungry. I said, well, let's just have some toast with some peanut butter and jelly and that'll get you through till we get to grandma's for this big dinner. So he comes in, he makes it whatever. And I can see that he just has jelly and toast, like butter and jelly on the toast. And I was like, oh, he must have decided not to make it. And he goes, so I was going to make peanut butter and jelly on a piece of toast. And I said, okay. He goes, yeah, it turns out I can't find the peanut butter. And then I was like, he goes, yeah, because while the jelly is located here in the kitchen, um, the peanut butter was in your office on your desk with a spoon. Okay. He's like, is that where you keep the peanut butter now? I was so ashamed. It was like I had done something dirty. I was like, yeah, that's where I keep the peanut butter. Listen, if I want to walk around this house naked, just shoveling peanut butter in my face, with a spoon. If that's who I am, if that's the worst thing I got going, then leave me alone. Okay? <laughs> you know what kind of crap I could be doing here? <laughs> and the worst thing you got to be is, oh, I was in your office. Dun, dun, dun. And there was a jar of peanut butter naked on your desk. <laughs> You're lucky that's the only thing you saw. Naked on my desk. What? Shut up. Oh, peanut butter. <laughs> he was, he's like, gotcha. I go, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he called me out, Tanya. I was like, if that's the only thing you think happening in this house when you're gone. Okay. 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 No, Jif never responded to my email. But if they did, which they might have. They just said, thank you for loving Jif. I was like, where are you going to send me a coupon? They didn't even do that. Mm hmm. Duh. Listen, 
I feel like I'm going to be like an old lady that's filled with peanut butter. Yeah, in my computer search history, they'll be like, show me more peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now listen, on some nights, I'll just, I have like dark chocolate morsels. Okay, now we're getting deep. Like if I'm having a real bad day, okay, who's going to act like they didn't take a bag of chocolate chips, pour it right into the half-empty peanut butter jar, and then just spoon it out? Who's going to act like they didn't do it? Who's going to sit here and be like, that has never been me? Well, then you have never had pain. Okay? <laughs> and I can think of a lot worse things I could be doing than pouring chocolate chip morsels into a peanut butter jar. And I'm not ashamed. I will hide it <laughs> for sure. Okay? Jif now has a no sugar peanut butter. Nobody cares. Nobody's going to eat it because it would just taste like peanuts. And nobody wants that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that happened. Then Brooke comes home. So she was home the whole weekend. Dean didn't show up. Well, I guess it was the whole weekend. They all came home. Wonderful. Dean just started sleeping in one room and one bed. Then in the next room, the next bed. I go, why are you jumping beds? Why are you jumping from bed to bed? He was like, well, I was going to bed and Booby was laying next to me and then I felt something wet on the bed and I thought she peed, so I just get up and went to a different bed. I go, what are you, Goldilocks? So you think there was something wet in the bed you were sleeping in? Mm-hmm, yeah, from Booby. So I was tired, I just got up and went to a different bed. I go, what, what are... Did you inspect the bed? Is it filled with pee? He goes, oh, I don't know. I fell asleep. I go, I don't. What are you going to do when you have kids? What are you going to do? Because here's the great part. First, kids will wet their own bed. And then if you're really lucky, in the middle of the night, they'll come in and just lay with you real cuddly and then pee in your bed. And then everybody's up. We're all up. Everybody's up. All the beds ruined. Like that. Not in Dean's house. He'll be like, this one's ruined. Let's get another bed. They did, they did, he did. Turns out, she must have just been licking her leg. Do you ever have a dog just licks their leg for an hour and you're like, this is disgusting, right? So we stripped the bed. Now, you know, I'm gonna do all the sheets. They're like, listen, the bedrooms are back to normal. I'm like, Does it, where are the sheets? They're downstairs. We left them there for you to clean. Wonderful, wonderful. Then here's Brooke, okay? Here's Brooke the other day. She comes over. She was like this, she goes, ah, uh, hold on, I gotta be real dramatic, hold on, she was like this, she goes, aha, <laughs> I found where you were hiding the snacks, I go, they're not hit, they're, that's not a hidden cabinet, what do you, she goes, but I found where you hide everything, I go, they'd be like, look, I found where you hid the food, I'm like, that's not a hidden, it's just a cabinet, but Brooke was acting, Missy, you would have thought that Brooke had, like, stumbled upon some, like, Pirates of the Caribbean booty. She was like, aha, I've been searching everywhere, and it turns out it was in this kitchen cabinet. I'm like, that's not a hiding spot. 
it's just where I keep food. <laughs> and then, and then she came up here, she goes, yeah. And then I wanted sweet. And then I thought, let me look in here. Boom, I found it. I said, I don't know what kind of weird candy hunt you're on, but you, yeah, exactly, Missy. She's like, and I found the candy in the bar. I go, well, that's where I put everything I like. These are not, I don't want you, yeah, sorry. I don't want you to think like, I sit at home and thinking to myself, where's the best place I could hide things? And then pick the cabinet as like, mm-hmm. Did Brooke ever find those honey buns? I'm sure she did. They're gone. I don't, I mean, I'm not going to say I haven't hid food. Hidden food, I have. I'm not going to lie. When I die, somebody please, like, at the funeral, just slide snacks under me. It'll be uncomfortable. I understand what I'm asking is a lot. All I'm saying is, is, like, when I'm in the ground, there better be Reese's Pieces, all right, just my favorite things. Uh, right now, I'm just on Widow Jane Bourbon. I don't know if you can put that in there. This might be difficult. I'd love a whatchamacallit. I won't be gluten-free anymore at that point. Oh, a cheesesteak. If everybody could fill my casket up with gluten. Look, I was still picking gluten-free items, but I'm dead, and I have to imagine that I'm not gluten-free anymore. Mm -hmm. Now that I think about it. Missy, you're in charge of the cheesesteak, so I just thought I'd let you know now, give you some time. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to put, oh, where are you going to hide this food? Oh, in the kitchen. Real shady, real shady. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the other thing. I can't hide food anymore because it's just me and then I'll forget and then like six months will go by. I'll be like, how did these Reese's Pieces get in my closet? Like, who am I hiding it from? Myself? Then here's the crazy thing. I don't know if anybody else is like this. I have, you have to, do you ever have to just play mind games with yourself when it comes to food? Stay with me here, okay? When we were growing up, my mom never had junk food in the house. Never. So we craved it, right? You were like, we never get it. So like anytime we'd have access, we're like, just give us Cocoa Krispies. <laughs> Shove them in our mouth. And so I know there's some people, tell me who you are. Some people are like, I can't have junk food in my house or I'll eat it. That's one philosophy. And I understand it. I get it. I seem to go the other way, which is, if it's in the house, then I don't crave it. I don't seek it out. And like, like I had, I bought a bag of Reese's Pieces the other day. They're in this, in the hidden cabinet. They're down here. I can take that bag out, have like three of them and put it back. And I don't have to eat the whole bag. I just want like a little taste. I just be like, oh, it's peanut butter. It's good for you. It's protein. Reese's Pieces are a protein, by the way. It, it's, it's all in, in my plan. Anyway, and then I'll put it back because I know I don't have to eat it because there's not mongrels here anymore eating everything. I have donuts in the fridge. I have food all over the place. That thing's filled with candy, but I very rarely eat it. 
So are you the person, do you like, I, if I have it in my house, I will eat all the junk food if it's here. Ice cream is a central food group in my humble opinion. I don't eat a lot of ice cream either. I will say that if there was Dole Whip in my house, I would eat all of it. And I, and like, like I had Cheetos and I'll eat just like a couple of Cheetos and then I put it back. I'm a whole bag guy. Yeah. And so my mom, I told you this story before we went to the chocolate thing and ate so much chocolate and then we're leaving and dies like collecting all the chocolate in these boxes. She was like, come on, come on, get the, get the more boxes, fill them up. We're going to take all the chocolate home. Right. And I was like, yeah, no, I don't want any. She was like, Dina, doesn't matter. You fill it up. I go, yeah, no, no, no. I'm full now. And she's like, what's full? I go, I'm full. I'm not hungry anymore. So I, I don't, I'm not going to eat any more chocolate. She goes, what's this full you're saying? I go, I'm full. Like I'm done. Like I, like I did the switch. I, my switch switched and I'm not hungry anymore. So I, I'll stop eating. She goes, what kind of switch are you talking about? I said the switch that says you're not hungry anymore. That switch. She goes, I don't have this switch. What's this switch you're saying? I go, how do you not have a switch that says I'm not hungry? She goes, I don't have this. I eat right through whatever switch you're talking about. I have negated the switch. Manual override. I don't have that switch. I don't know. I don't know. But like, what kind of games do you play with yourself when it comes to food? Peanut butter is a protein. We ignore the sugar. Uh, can't get, cannot keep it in large amounts. Mm. I like to have it here and then I can just grow like graze, but I can't see it all the time. Okay. So my mom bought me for Christmas, which I love, um, the cello, the dark chocolate cello cherries. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? They're very specific and you can't, I can't eat the other one. There's like another chocolate covered cherry, but it has white on the inside. Real disgusting. Mm-hmm. Gross. Don't ever eat those. But the cellos are clear. So good. And I, I ate my switch. <laughs> oh yeah. I had a switch. I ate it. <laughs> anyway, I won't eat them. If they're milk chocolate, I'll, th I'll throw them at you like a monkey. I know. Disgusting. But dark chocolate cellos. Boom. So she bought me a box. She buys me a box for, she could literally buy me that and only that for the rest of my life. I'll be like, it's Christmas. So it's in my office. So here's the thing. That's a game. It can be in my office as a special treat, but it can't be out because the minute I see it, I'm like, I should eat one. But if it's in a closet, I have like a little, I have like a little closet in my office. If it's behind the closet that I'm like, then I, yeah, Tanya, they're amazing, but not the ones with the white on the end. Gross. Not the ones that are milk chocolate. Gross. Very specific. Those shares look like eyeballs. Yeah. The gross ones, the white ones, because mine are actually, yeah. yeah. Queen Anne has the white. No, Ugh, don't eat that. If it's chocolate, I'll eat it also. <laughs> yeah, no, no. If anyone would ever gave me white chocolate, I would punch them right in the face. I'd be like, are you assaulting me with this white block? No. Whoever made white chocolate should be brought up on charge. 
I will not stand for it. The office is the new pantry. Oh, I got I got food in here in this pantry, but I got another pantry in the back. It's it's for emergencies. Mm -hmm. There's a lot in your office. Okay, I feel like you guys are just taking bits and pieces of stories I'm sharing and not really getting that it's a real office with books in it that are hidden under boxes of candy. Mm -hmm. How do you get a switch with chips? Well, I do have a switch chip. Switch, chip, switch. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, I, I don't have to, although if it's sour cream and an onion, there's a lot of rules. <laughs> there's a lot of rules to what I eat. Like if I, I, I either love it, hate it. White chocolate is basically butter. It's basically poop. I won't eat it. And I will judge people who, if you said you liked, loved white chocolate, I will judge them. I will not be friends with them. If you are watching and you're like, I feel like uncomfortable saying how much I go white. You should be. You're not welcome here. <laughs> I'm gonna have a scarlet letter. <laughs> Just WC white chocolate. I'll be like, look at this. Mm -hmm. You will be shunned. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, and I have to, ever since like I got my gallbladder out and then I had the notovirus, I don't even know what we're calling it. It's not even chocolate, Leanne, you're not wrong. That I have to stay like um, 20 minutes ahead of my stomach. So if I'm eating and I'm like, this is good, I should stop eating. But if I eat until I'm like, I'm full, we're already, we're gonna be sick. Odette, I'm excited to be in New Bedford again because that's going to be the first big night of whatever new show I'm writing. Mm -hmm. That's going to be exciting. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, we talked a lot about food today, and I want to thank you. I have not had bourbon chocolate-covered ch uh, cherries, but I would like that. Oh, Stephanie, look at you rubbing it in. But that's about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. Thank you, Kathy, for saying that. Anyway, last night, um, oh, wait. Oh, I wish I could show you these pictures. I got to get a better setup. I got to be able to, like, pull stuff up. I got to, there's some stuff I wanted to show you. But anyway, we had, we had dinner at my mom's yesterday, right? So as she, oh, so she makes, um, chocolate covered strawberries for Valentine's special occasions. Well, apparently she had just cleaned all the strawberries and uh, then threw them on the floor. And then I think she cried and threw them away. And we all agreed we would have eaten them. And then she was like, no, this is real dramatic. So she made another round of meatballs. She made the ravioli, da 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 da. She did the whole thing, right? Fine. Um, so now we're just sitting down to eat now. She's probably been cooking for two days trying to get ready for this meal. 
So she got her apron on, okay? She's coming out with a big thing of like raviolis. We're all sitting around a table. There's a lot of us. And she's about to put it down. I was like, hey, listen, you're doing a great job. I do want to talk to you about the St. Patty's Day party. Uh, I just want to make sure you have that on your calendar because I'm, I'm actually hungry in March. Um, so I just want to let you know. She goes, I haven't even put this down for the Valentine's Day one. I, I'm Listen, these are more logistical issues on your side. I'm just letting you know I'd like to put in my reservation now for St. Patty's Day party. So um, it's important to push old people to have a, a schedule uh, to feed you. And, and that's what I'm doing. I'm giving her a, what's it called? Purpose. <laughs> but you gotta wait until they're already deep in one holiday, the second time, the second Valentine's dinner, and then bring up the next holiday and be like, well, St. Patty's Day is right around the corner. So we'll do it. Um, I did see the, the thing for the orgasmic blueberries, and I'm in. I would like some. Yeah, somebody posted a picture. I, I, we are guessing it was supposed to say organic blueberries, but instead it said orgasmic blueberries, and in which case, sold out. Sold out. Okay. My husband just put in his request for corned beef. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I put in my reservation for that, and I'm interested to see what she comes up with. Um, because the whole meal has to be green or ham or green ham. I don't know. That's her problem. So anyway, so we go to the dinner. And then uh, I left uh, to go to uh, a museum, which I want to tell you about in a second. Well, anyway, I'm at the museum, and I get this text from my sister. Now, if I had a better setup, I'd be able to show you the pictures. Maybe I'll try to work on it today, and maybe we'll have something tomorrow. But I get four pictures from my sister, and she writes, You left too early. You didn't get to see the gym part of the dinner, like gym, like G-Y-M, like going to the gym. And then there's four pictures of my mom in different exercise moves. So in one, she's standing like this, but with like her two pound weights in her hand. She's like, Argh. there's another one. It's like she got the, is it the cowbell? Whatever the, this thing is that you just do this. It's another one of her exercises. Four pictures of her in various gym positions. Uh, you know, she gets worked hard. So some of them she was bent over. No, shut up. Anyway, Nicole took pictures of the four positions she was doing. I don't know if she was showing up. She's like, Nick, look what I do at the gym. I can't even imagine. But enough where she posed. Kettlebell, that's it. Enough, where, enough positions where they were posed shots for them at least and still in her apron i don't know if she was like here's some raviolis boom here's my kettlebell Arr! i don't know i imagine it was something i left after dessert i don't know if that point she was like time for the entertainment let me get my weights up i don't know that's all i know i know luann it's it's a good series that i'll have to 
I gotta, I gotta step this up a little bit. I guess I'm supposed to do stuff. So I'm gonna try to be somebody that does stuff. <sighs> Technology, you know, Dean's not here and nah, whatever. That's how you get worked hard, Tanya. That's probably what she was saying as she walked through each of the <laughs> positions. Um, anyway, so I went to the museum. So yesterday, fun. First, I'm gonna ask a question. All right, so everybody get ready for the question. You are just going to write your answer is either going to be, yes, I've heard of this artist, or no, I don't know who this artist is. Okay, so get ready. Let me fix my hair. Here we go. Yesterday in Philadelphia, I went to the unauthorized Banksy exhibition. Let me know if any of those words meant anything to you. Yes, I know Banksy or no, I've never heard of Banksy. I would like to see what your feedback is for me to unpack what I saw at the unauthorized Banksy exhibit. Go. This is your part. Do, 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 do. Mm -hmm. Jenna says yes. Renee says no. Kate's like, come again what? Sam says yes. It's the unauthorized Banksy exhibition. Never heard of it, Beth says. No. All right. Never heard. Okay, good. Well, not good, but okay. Here we go. I'm going to tell you. So, um... So Banksy has been around for a minute, okay, going back 20 years. Who does that guy know? Okay, so Banksy uh, is a UK artist, we think. We actually don't know who Banksy is, okay? Um, but Banksy is an artist that's been around, uh, comes from, it's, yeah, a, he's a graffiti, he or she, because we don't know, is a graffiti artist uh, at their most basic form. And Banksy art uh, just kind of shows up around the world. You're like, what does that mean, Dina? So just recently in the Ukraine, I think two pieces of Banksy uh, showed up on as a mural in the Ukraine. Um, a lot of them are like, um, they're stencils, uh, black and white mostly, and then there'll be a touch of color. Um, I'll tell you which one is the most popular and then you might know it. Somebody said Banksy's overrated. So the brief history of Banksy, and I don't know if I'm doing a great job, but, uh, started as a graffiti artist had, there's a quote in the exhibit that says like, he was trying to do some art and then the police were called and he couldn't finish it and he realized that he had to start using like templates and like spray paint over these templates so he can get the art up fairly quickly. But um, there's a huge amount of like social commentary in the artwork. Uh -huh. It's anonymous. Um, and so the most famous picture um, is a picture of a little girl with her arms stretched out and there's a red heart balloon not far from her but out of her reach she's not holding it and the red balloon is like like far away it's a little girl 
but they're all, it's usually some combination of like, there was like a whole line of like, there's like a lot of military sentiment in the pictures, but it'll be like an aggressive military picture. But then every face was taken out and replaced with a smiley face. So if you Google Banksy, you can read the story. It's all over um, the internet. Um, and so it's just, uh, it was just interesting. So um, the San Antonio trip goes on sale tomorrow and it's May 19 to 21, Pat. You should come. Um, you have seen it for sure. So you might have seen some of, yeah, my niece has a tattoo of the girl with the balloon. Exactly. That's probably the most famous one. Um, but it was pretty interesting, just the story. Then he created something called Dismaland, which was like a play on Disneyland where the artist rented out like a carnival space in England somewhere and created a theme park of creepy art, but with a Ferris wheel and weird art in it. It just, it was crazy. It just, it just, you gotta, you gotta look it up. You gotta know who Banksy is at least, whether you like him or not, her, him or her, but still nobody knows who Banksy is. And, uh, the artwork is very thoughtful. Um, it has a lot of like pictures of rats in it and the rats would actually represent like the everyman, like humans, humanity. You probably have seen the art somewhere and you don't even know it. Mm -hmm. And they do have these traveling exhibits. So I don't know if you're starting to see this type of like, um, this types of exhibits in your area, but the space that was used for the Banksy exhibit is the same space they used when they did like, um, last year they did like a candy exhibit and then you walk through the exhibit and it was very like Instagram heavy where you could take pictures in front of, um, you know, like a, there was like a marshmallow pit. So it looks like marshmallows, but it's like a ball pit. Um, so anyway, it's interesting. Oh yeah, Diane. Okay. So now Banksy has grown in popularity, um, but he's very against she or he is very against commercialization and saying that like, we're too much into buying things. Okay. So there's that commentary throughout the pieces as well. Fine. Um, and in some of the quotes, it'll say like, I see your comment, Chris. He'll say for a long time, art has been curated by millionaires. A millionaire says this has value. The millionaire buys it or the millionaire supports the artist that puts it into the museum and then they become it. But it's very been controlled and cultivated by the millionaires in the world decide what art is. And so his whole thing is any canvas, 
any, any place could be a canvas. So he'll just create art on the side of a building or create, and a lot of them get painted over. So in the UK, he did, oh, he did a lot of stuff with the queen in it, dirty. And he would put them up all over the city on walls and, and then the city would paint over them because they were disrespectful. Um, so a lot of his stuff gets painted over uh, because it's like vandalism. And then there's the whole conversation of what is vandalism or what is art, which is graffiti, whatever. Anyway, one of his most famous paintings, the one with the little girl with the balloon, an original, went to Sotheby's. Okay. It's at Sotheby's and it's a little picture in a frame and it goes up for bid. Now, according to Banksy, this would be the worst thing that could ever happen to his artwork is that instead of being enjoyed on the streets by the average common person, it is now at Sotheby's on, on the bidding block and sold for over a million pounds. I don't know if you remember this in the news, but you'll, it might click in a second. It goes up for bid at Sotheby's. The closing bid is over a million pounds. As soon as the gavel is hit and it says sold to 295, something in the frame is triggered, sure remotely by whoever Banksy is, and then systematically shreds the picture, just shreds it like it's in a shredder. So this piece with the girl with the balloon was just sold for a million dollars, an original Banksy, as soon as it was purchased, disappeared. Well, it didn't disappear, it was shredded. And it was like, What's happening? Yeah, Shakendra. And it was all over the news. Now, I remember when that story came out that somebody bought something for a million dollars and then it immediately shredded itself. I just didn't remember that it was a Banksy because I don't think I knew who he was until like this year. And then we were talking like it was so crazy is that um, it had sold for a million dollars, but as soon as it was shredded, is probably worth $3 million because now you had the shredded Banksy. It shredded itself, Sherry. There was something in the mechanism, like the picture was in like this weird frame. And as soon as they gaveled and said, sold, blah, 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 uh, it, somebody hit something and it shredded in front of everybody. But, the person that bought it was like, yes. No, I think, Dottie, I think as soon as it shredded, it was worth triple that. They were like, is this the one that was shredded? And they were like, yeah. Could you imagine? That's how, that's how crazy rich people are. Could you imagine? They were like, listen, I just bought this brand new one-of-a-kind Audi, doors fly off, it flies, it can go on the water, one-of-a-kind, never been made. And then I took a hammer to it, and a 
it's ruined, but it'll sit in my driveway and now it's worth more. Like, no, it's not. It's not. Like, but it is though. <laughs> I don't think it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, I can't imagine having money like that. Sold for 18 million. Uh, the numbers are off. This is not a real news station, guys. I don't have real numbers. Everything I said could have been a lie. It's not, but the facts were adjusted for dramatic effect, okay? I don't have the resources to read, okay? <laughs> this is like news-ish, okay? I am a team of one. And that one doesn't care about details, okay? So keep that in mind when you tell people the things that you kind of learn here at the show. I don't know, Dottie. I, don't, I, I, I remember it being shredded, but I don't really remember, like, did it just stay in the case? I don't know. Thank you, Sebastian. It's news-ish, okay? It's on time-ish. It's morning show-ish. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to be honest. A lot of news channels are news-ish. So I feel like I'm right where we should be in terms of like reliability. There we go. You're welcome. So I prefer news-ish. Yeah. So it's, um, it was, it was an interesting exhibit. Um, do you believe me? Do you like me? Do you trust me? Mm -hmm. Do we really need all the details? I mean, I got to give you guys something to Google. They'll be like, all right. So it turns out Dina was close about Banksy. Turns out uh, Banksy is not even an artist. He works at the post office and it is a girl and her name is Sarah. But other than that, Dina basically nailed this. Mm -hmm. Alternate news. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Funny, funny, funny. Yeah. So, um, so it was great. I was busy, but like not doing like a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, it's cold news. <laughs> yeah. Mm hmm. Teacher of almost fact. Thank you. Yeah, listen, I don't, I don't want to take away <clears throat> your need to Google things later. You should Google it and be like, all right, Dina kind of told me this. Although I will say it did cost to go to the exhibit. I think it was like $29 maybe. I liked it. Mm -hmm. Oh, what appliances did die break? Okay. So I was working Saturday and my sister and tank top Brian, my mom, some of my cousins came to the show. So we all come back here and Dean was coming home from work. Brooke was coming home. She was with Dominic. So we all kind of converged here Saturday night, but it's late. It's like 11, 1130. And the kids are having some ice cream. I was probably having bourbon. I don't know. And I see Diana in my refrigerator. Um, 
but I'm not paying attention. And I made it clear that we're on the Chinese envelope system now and whatever, whatever food is in there, don't throw it away. Like I have to eat it now, regardless of whether it's good still. So don't throw food away. But of course she decided to throw food away. So there was a container, there was a Tupperware and I think it was her Tupperware and I think she wanted it back. So instead of saying, what do you want me to do with this pasta? She decided, this pasta's bad now. And then she dumped it into my garbage disposal. Like this much pasta, filled with pasta. Now, I don't know how much experience all of you have with a garbage disposal, but at some point, every woman with a garbage disposal has tried to put copious amounts of pasta and or rice into a garbage disposal, and I can tell you it doesn't end well. It's too uh, absorbent and starchy, and it just, it grows in your garbage disposal and it will jam it up. It's, it's meant for light amount of food that was like, like left on your plate. That's what it's meant for. It's not meant for, here's a half a pound of pasta left over. Let me crunch it up into 20 million pieces. It's not for that. Diana didn't know. So now it's 1130 at night. And I'm minding my own business, drinking bourbon. Uh, this is literally the only time I had to call a plumber. Right. So she put it down here and then, and then real innocent. So she does it. I'm not paying attention. All of a sudden she comes over. She goes, Dean, 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 uh, something's going on over here. What's your garbage disposal? And I was like, well, there wasn't something going on with my garbage. She goes, yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened. And Nicole goes, I know what happened. You just put a pound and a half of pasta in the garbage disposal. And she goes, oh, that wasn't me. I go, well, who else do you think? We're all sitting here watching you. What are you talking about? No, no, I don't think it's from that. It must be from something else. I go, air? You think it was from the air? Let's go through it. Worked fine. You put a pound of pasta in it broken now. What do you think? Do you want to do the math on it? And then she went home. She's like, oh, you guys, I'm tired. I'm going to head home. I go, so you're just going to break it and then leave. So that's what she did. So I went to bed. I was like, I'm going to be honest. This ain't my problem. I didn't break it. Mm-hmm. So she broke it and threw away perfectly good pasta. Exactly. I was like, what was wrong with the pasta? Whatever. So yesterday we were out most of the day at her house eating and then I went to the museum. So then I didn't see it until last night. And I was like, wonderful. So here's what I know. Diana was going to buy me a new garbage disposal and pay for the plumber or both or one. So I got to call a plumber today. I got the weird hand plunger that didn't work the whole thing. Then I was like, well, let me just put these dishes over here in the dishwasher and let them run it. And people were like, you can't run it. It's all connected. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. There's no Chinese envelope system for Diana Briggs stuff in my house. Oh, she took her container. Oh, Dottie. She was like, oh yeah. She's like, that's a shame. All right. Well, I'll see you later. I'm going to take my Tupperware. I got to go. I am tired. Uh-huh.
Yeah, she took her Tupperware, took off. Can you reset it? I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna need a plumber. Well, here's the other thing. So it's like a double sink, and the other one is backed up. It's backed up on that side. There's a clog. Mm -hmm. so. so I gotta find out how much the plumber is, add a service charge, and then tell my mom the price. Mm -hmm. There is a reset button. I'm not going to push it. <laughs> this is not my problem. I'll probably push it. Yeah. So that was fun. We did that. Fun, fun, fun. Breaking stuff makes you tired. She's like, Mm-hmm. I did not push the reset. You want me to push it? I'll push it now. That would make all of you happy. I'd have to find it. Uh, why don't they just put reset button? Is it this red button? Push red button to reset. All right, I pushed it. Filling up. Let me push it again. It's percolating. broken. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mine is red. Yes. Yep. No, I hit it twice. Didn't do it. Mm-hmm. It's broken. Oh, I should turn this off. All right. Well, I'm glad we did that. So, anyhow. All right. Well, I was gonna go live after she broke it, Sebastian, but you know, we were tired. She would run away, so there's that. Why does everybody know about this red button? Because it's the first round of defense, Missy. The red, always push the red button. Next, they, the next thing they do is they take it off and try to just blow the pasta out. You can't see the pasta. The pasta's not like in the thing. No, 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 it's not. I already got the, tw the tweezers. <laughs> tweezers. <laughs> thing I did and I was trying to pull stuff out if it was stuck it's not stuck it's deep in the line yeah no she did it's gonna cost her mm-hmm it's gonna cost her yeah my mom broke hers dumping a dozen eggshells yep it's broken okay all right well lots to do today it is ugly Monday so uh hopefully you will see our ugly Monday picture and I'll bring you some joy because you don't look that disgusting and uh, I'll see our supporters tonight 
at 9 p.m. for Ugly Monday giveaway. Uh, tomorrow's a big, a big day because we will be opening up ticket sales for uh, the San Antonio tour, which is called Rock Your Peacock. Uh, it's going to be amazing. So crossing fingers to see how many people sign up. It's always a little nerve wracking. I'm like, is anybody coming? I don't know. So we'll see. But, um, but that's it, everybody. So um, stay tuned for some fun things. Uh, but hey, it's the beginning of the week. Um, and uh, so far, so good. So let's keep that good vibe going. Remember, eat all of the things because tomorrow is Fat Tuesday and Wednesday is Lent. And we're supposed to be sacrificing something or doing something good for people. Um, but that's where we are. So um, have a great day and a blessed day. And I will see you guys uh, either tonight on the supporter side or tomorrow morning. And we'll go from there. So thanks for watching. I'll see you. Bye.